Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today. Shot in the dark! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil. Let's get right down to it, starting with a special Thursday episode of AW Dark Elevation that aired in between Dynamite and Rampage. And this has Madison Rain on commentary, making her official uh, on-screen debut here. And we have Hikaru Shida defeated Emi Sakura with her spinning knee strike to start the show. Then after the match, Jade Cargill and Stokely Hathaway come out. And they introduce themselves and say that she's a TBS champion, something that Madison will never become. And Rain said that not only is she a coach here, but she's also an in-ring competitor and says that she wants Jade as her first opponent. And then Stokely said that Jade is busy, so instead they will test out Layla Gray to face Rain on Rampage, which she did. But this match was later made official to happen at Quake by the Lake. The second match was Mance Warner making his official debut as this aired before his match with Moxley on Rampage as he defeated Serpentico. Uh, Warner's been in GCW and MLW. And then after, uh, during the match, Luther attacked Warner on the outside, but Warner is able to come back and beat Serpentico with a DDT. And the third and final match here was Tony Nese and Josh Woods defeated Dean Alexander and Damian Chambers. Extremely easy with Woods pinning Chambers with a bridge German suplex. We also get a promo from Rance Warner ahead of this match with John Mosley. We go into the regular elevation on Monday has Ruby Soho and Sky Blue defeated Nikki Victory and Megan Myers with Soho getting the pin on Myers. Parker Boudreaux defeated Casey Carrington in Parker's elevation debut, destroying him with a side suplex for the pin. Athena defeated Queen Aminata, Aminata making a return in AEW after a couple months off, and she hung in this match, but Athena was able to finish her off with the O-Face for the pin. Kara Hogan and Layla Gray of the Baddies defeated Freya States and Alice Crowley. Uh, Kara and Layla, they kept trying to upstage each other as they're trying to make their way to the ring, but they ended up getting the win regardless when Hogan hit a spinning kick on Crowley for the pin. But after the match, she kept arguing with Layla Gray. Uh, there was no Stokely Hathaway, should be noted, for this match. Dark Order's John Silver and Alex Reynolds defeated T.U.G. Cooper and Lord Crew. Reynolds gets the pin in quick fashion after they hit their rapid double-team offense at the end. 
And the final match here was Lucha Brothers defeated Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth for the wingman. It should be noted that Penta is not going by the Penta Oscuro name anymore, and he's going back to Penta El Zero Miedo. And he gets to pin on Avalon after they hit their double team Fear Factor. And after the match, Andrade El Idol, Roosh, and Jose the Assistant, he's going into the ring just to back off ahead of their upcoming Tornado match on Dynamite. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. These are actually were not from Universal Studios, but this was taped before Rampage and Battle of the Belts in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We have eight-man tag action to start. As Private Party, The Butcher and the Blade defeated Isaiah Broner, James Alexander, Braden Lee, and Sam Moore very easily with Butcher getting the pen after they hit Drag the Lake. Anna J, now officially going by Anna J A S as her graphic said, she defeated Megan Myers very quickly and easily with the Queen Slayer, then kind of tossed her out of the ring after the match. The Best Friends defeated Rohit Raju and Ren Jones, Taz calling Ren Jones his favorite wrestler as he loves calling everybody Jones. Tremperetta gets the pin on Ren Jones after they hit the strong zero. Then after the match, Raju gets in. The best friend's face just for Danhausen to his ringside to come in, put the curse on Raju, and then hit him with a low blow. We get a quick promo for Lucha Brothers versus Roosh and Andrade Idol's match on Dynamite. And then Tony Schiavone brings out Andrade and Roosh for an interview and says that this is the first time in seven years that they've been teaming up as they will face the Lucha Brothers. And they, uh, Tony asks them why they try to take their masks off and say that because they call themselves handsome Mexicans and they don't respect anyone here. But they do respect Tony Schiavone and his earring. Shout out Tony's earring. Dark Order's Evil Uno and 10 defeated J.D. Drake and Peter Avalon of the Wingmen. Fun and fast match here with 10 pinning Avalon after hitting the discus lariat. Marina Shafir and Nyla Rose defeated Heather Reckless and Joseline Navarro. Extremely quick here with a spinebuster kick combo with Rose pinning Reckless. And then after the match, Vicky Guerrero gets in the mic. And she calls this new team the Beast of Burden as Rose and Shafir continue to beat down on their opponents. Chris Statlander defeated Sierra, getting the win after hitting a high kick. Uh, she stumbled a little bit after delivering it, but uh, she seemed to be okay. The Trustbusters, Ari Davari, Slim J, and Parker Boudreau defeated Son- Sonny Kiss, Zach Clayton, and Xavier Walker. Uh, Davari gets the pin on Walker after the frog splash, but towards the end of the match, Sonny Kiss's back was turned on his partners, and Davari kind of whispers something in Sonny's ear that seems to get Sonny interested, so possibly a recruitment for the Trustbusters, which I really hope so, because Sonny Kiss um, has not been on Dynamite since her loss to Kenny Omega uh, back in 2020. So, um... Yeah, hopefully we can get a little bit of push for Sunny Kiss here and align, aligning with the Trustbusters could be a start. Six-woman match here as Ruby Soho, Athena, and Hikaru Shida defeated Serena Deeb, Leva Bates, and Ami Sakura. Match was fast and wild, but the ending kind of came with Shida blocked Leva Bates and her book by using her kendo stick and then finished her off with the katana for the pen. And in the final match here, Orange Cassidy defeated Anthony Henry with the beach break in a fun main event. We go to NXT UK. The show starts with Io Dragunov coming out in crutches. It says that he suffered a severe ankle injury early in the match uh, last time with Wolfgang, and they show the replay. And it says that as much as he wants to continue being a fighting champion, he cannot, and he is not medically clear, so he has to relinquish his championship. He doesn't regret anything, and all he ever wanted to do was encourage others, and he fought with his soul as UK champion, and he will come back stronger to get it back. And then he left his title in the ring and left. We see a video of Chase Yu touring London, then arriving at the UK Performance Center as they see Shaw Samuel sitting on the outside and Bodie Hayward kind of try to talk to him and motivate him. And it seemed to work as Samuels got up and said he's going to go find Johnny Saint and go back to work. We go to Siskala and Johnny Say who announced that an eight-man tournament uh, will be what will happen to determine who will be the new UK champion and they'll announce the matches and competitors later on. Oliver Carter defeated Rohan Raja after hitting a running spin kick in the corner. After the match, Tiamon and Charlie Dempsey jumped Carter as De Familia kept attacking Carter until officials broke them up. Thea Hale was talking backstage about how Chase U is the best place for her, but Eliza Alexander interrupted her and said that she was sick of her and she will make a statement out of her. But Hale got upset when she started bad-mouthing Chase U. Backstage, Tiamon says that what they did to Oliver Carter was actually a win, but Sam Gradwell interrupts Tiamon as they traded some words. 
Shaw Samuels defeated Bodie Hayward. Uh, Samuels came out looking homeless, begging people for money with his clothes looking all dirty. Uh, but he was able to stop Hayward and beat him after hitting a spine buster. Then Chase U uh, with Andre Chase and Thea Hale ringside were actually very popular in this UK crowd. Sis Scala stops Oliver Carter backstage and tells, tells him that he's one of the eight participants in the UK title tournament. And his first match is next week. And Carter's a little worried because he might have suffered an injury tonight. But they do announce the first round matches for the tournament as Trent Seven versus Wolfgang, Charlie Dempsey versus Oliver Carter. Uh, which will be happening next week. And then in two weeks, we'll get Mark Andrews versus Joe Coffey and Tyler Bate versus Kenny Williams. We were supposed to get have the UK Women's Championship match with Miko Satomura versus Saray, but instead Blair, Blair Davenport comes out and says that earlier today, they both experienced something quite unexpected. And then she kept going on and on about the women's roster until a male interrupts her, followed by Eliza Alexander. But Isla Dawn suddenly appeared in the ring and said that she'll never, uh, she never recalled Blair beating her. So Siskala makes the match, and the winner of those two will become the new number one contender. So we never find out what happened to um, Miko and Saray, but it's uh, implied that Blair Davenport might have done something. So the match itself, Blair Davenport and Isla Dawn actually went to a no contest as Dawn hit her double knees from the top rope and go for the pin. Eliza Alexander pulls her out, and then a male attacks Davenport as a referee calls the match off. All four women start fighting until officials try to break them off to close the show. So I'm guessing we're getting some sort of four women match here to determine who the new number one contender is. But yeah, I'm not sure what happened with Saray because she ended up going back to NXT. So uh, maybe just change your plans. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. We go to Impact Wrestling on before the Impact. Savannah Evans defeated Alicia after hitting the full Nelson Slam. Tasha Steeles is on commentary for the match. On to the main show. Deanna Perrazzo defeated Rosemary. Uh, Deanna and Jessica got out of outside, which distracted the referee as Rosemary hit Deanna with a spear. Uh, and he wasn't there to cover, so Deanna rolls up Rosemary and gets the pin. Anna No More is backstage and said that they have one goal, and that is to win at the emergence. Eddie Edwards says that they need to have each other's back and trust each other before questioning PCO again, as Vincent keeps defending PCO. Edwards tells PCO to prove it by taking out Doc Gallows tonight. And then we see Giselle Shaw, who cut a quick promo ahead of her match with Masha Slamovich tonight. Brian Myers defends the Impact Digital Championship against Black Taurus. Throughout the night, they kind of showed highlights of Impact rosters, matches from Ric Flair's last match, uh, which is a great touch to show what they did on that show, which I don't think any other promotion did just yet. Uh, great showing from Tarus here, who was about to hit the power bull, but Myers pokes him in the eyes through the mask and rolls him up, 
holding onto the ropes for the win. Bupinder Gujur tossed Myers into the ring as him, Torus, and Crazy Steve attacked Myers. Jordan graces backstage and says that the world means everything to her and Mia Yim will just be an obstacle to her at emergence. Masha Slamovich defeated Giselle Shaw. Shaw gave a little bit of offense to Masha, but Masha hits her with the snowplow for the pen. They show highlights from way back when Mia Yim won the knockout title for the first time by beating Madison Rain as they cut to Mia Yim tonight, who says that she heard what Jordan Grace had to say to her, but then Madison Rain interrupts and says that she's mad at them for showing that footage, so they trade words as Gil Kim stops them and makes the match between them two for next week, so I'm guessing this is Madison's last match as this was filmed before she signed to AEW. Rosemary is mad at Jessica, but Jessica says that she will prove it to them and help them retain the titles at Emergence. The Motor City Machine Guns defeated Diener and Joe Doring of Violent by Design, with Chris Sabin rolling up Diener for the win, and then Violent by Design kept attacking them after with their flag, but Kushida comes out to save, but Eric Young takes him out with a pile driver. They announced that Bound for Glory will take place October 7th in Albany, New York, but they didn't say where exactly it would be. We go backstage where Chris Sabin says that since Alex Shelley already has a match at Emergence, him and Kushida should challenge Violent by Design. Josh Alexander comes in and tells Shelley that he wants him at his very best. Alexander runs into Eddie Edwards and warns him that he doesn't want what just happened to him to happen to Alexander. Sammy Callahan defeated Raj Singh easily after hitting the Cactus Driver 97 and making Singh submit to the chicken wing. After the match, Callahan called out Moose and Steve Macklin. Moose's music hits, but Steve Macklin comes out instead as Moose attacks Callahan from behind. Callahan fought them both off, but Macklin hit a low blow and Moose took Callahan out with a spear. And then Callahan, uh, Macklin hit Callahan with a DDT as commentary still wonder what Moose and Macklin's alliance was. We see that Killer Kelly will be making her return match next week. And the main event here in a Derby City Street fight, PCO defeated Doc Gallows. This match got pretty wild and violent. PCO exposes the woods, uh, the wood from the ring and then sent Gallows into a drum set. But then Gallows comes back and chokeslams PCO off the top rope into the ring, breaking through the wood. But this didn't stop him as PCO comes back. Uh, and hits a, uh, a fistful of thumbtacks off the top rope on Gallows for the pen. Uh, very weird finish here, but who knows? This could be the last of the Good Brothers, just uh, at least for Doc Gallows. On NWUSA, Magic Jake Dumas defeated Thrill Billy, Silas, and Brett Buff Shea in a handicap match after Jake's tag partner, Jack Stane, no-showed. There was a lot of distraction ringside between CJ, Silas, and Polo Demar, with Silas and Polo ending up going under the ring, so Magic Jake hit his abracadabra for the pen. Commentary implies that Silas and Polo were making out under there. Chris Silvio, who represents Jack Stane, got interviewed and says that Dane didn't no-show. Uh, he just didn't come because he didn't have to show up as he already fulfilled his contractual obligations. Mercurio comes out and Silvio tried to get Mercurio to say Mercurio is a fraud and has an expired uh, visa. And then Mercurio gets pissed off and that ends the segment. Casey Rocks defeated Jamie Stanley. Aaron Stevens, who was in Casey's corner, gave a cheap shot to Stanley with the Rocks rolling him up for the pen. We get a quick interview with the Cardonas where Mike Knox says to Bully Ray he has no idea what he's going to do to him at NWB 74. Ricky Morton also gets interviewed about his upcoming match against Wrecking Ball Ligurski. And then Homicide defended the NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion against PJ Hawks with a top rope Koji Cutter. We go to NWA Power starts with a tables match as Mike Knox defeated Devin Graves with a chokeslam through the table. Ricky Morton defeated Wrecking Ball Ligurski after Ligurski ran into the exposed turnbuckle and Morton rolled him up. Jordan Clearwater defeated Joe Alonzo with the Midas Touch. Angelina Love was interviewed and says that her BFF, Belvis Guy, has that championship opportunity that she won, but since she's retired, she will go talk to her about it and tease is possibly using it. Um, to go after the women's championship. And then Trevor Murdoch in a non-title match uh, fought the Pope and it ended in a double count after Murdoch teased pile-driving Pope on the outside on the concrete, but then second-guessed it as the referee counted both of them out. We go to NXT Level Up as Dante Chen and Guru Raj defeated Bryson, uh, Bryson Montana and Damaris Griffin after Chen hit Griffin with a double chop to the chest. Ariana Grace defeated Thea Hale with a roll-up after holding onto the ropes. 
And then Quincy Elliott defeated Quion, uh, Zion Quinn. So Quinn was supposed to fight Invictus Cash, who's appeared in AEW and Terminus. But Quinn gave him 10 seconds to get out of the ring, so uh, Invictus did. So then Quinn kind of challenged anyone who's man enough to step into the ring with him. And Quincy comes out riding what they described as a bedazzled moped. Uh, very interesting visual, if you didn't see it already, in the cover for the show. Uh, Elliott gets the pin after a splash from the ropes. And it has to be said again, the crowd extremely, extremely, extremely is behind Quincy Elliott. So it's only a matter of time before we see Quincy on the main show. There was no episode of New Japan Strong as far as new material goes. They just kind of showed highlights of the last two years as it was a two-year anniversary show. So if you want to get a little bit of a caught up with New Japan Strong, definitely check it out. But we'll get back to the main matches next week. On WWE main event, we had almost making his... um. Main event debut defeated Ezekiel very easily with the chokeslam, and I guess this is uh, Ezekiel's debut as well, as only his brother Elias has wrestled on the show. And then T-Bar defeated Shelton Benjamin with a roll-up with his foot on the rope. The WWE Network editions of the week were Progress Wrestling Chapter 136, which had a match featuring Nick Wayne, and another episode of ICW Fight Club. That is it for me this week. You guys catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.